Welcome back, everybody, to Pop Pop, the Pop Culture Podcast. I'm the LA nerd, Joel Reeves, and with me, as always, is Taylor Salen. Hey, how's it going, everybody? And eating food, Lauren Sperling. Hi, friends. Uh, like, look, we're going <sighs> to... Joe Biden won, everybody. <laughs> I was thinking about like what to, what to say, but that's just facts. Joe yeah. Biden won. Mm-hmm. Trump's a loser. Uh, get over it. MAGA hats MAGATs 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 As you've been saying for four years He's your president too So Exactly Valid Sucks to suck Taylor, roll me some patriotic Sweet smooth jams Wooka wooka I wanted to do like a like a like a like a presidential wooka wooka, but I don't know how to do that. You know, like I never expect mm. you to do anything differently. <laughs> just, it's just, I that, just, yeah, it's just like the undertone of me saying it changes mm-hmm. the inflection yeah. for the listener. Totally, totally. So. yeah, and you know, I always try to add a little, a little, a little flair to it, if you will. But yeah, yeah. It's subtle, you know, it's subtle. <laughs> That one was pretty solid. I'm not gonna lie. You can like overlay the pres- presidential music with the <laughs> theme music, right? Instead just... of our theme song, I'm just gonna do the Star Spangled Banner. Yeah, that's what I was gonna suggest. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, I'm excited cool. about the future yeah. that holds uh, for us, you know, and hopefully a, a COVID-free future. So. Yeah, Someday. that would Someday. that would be nice. That I'd like to nice. go to Comic Con. Yeah, right. Yep, in July. Yeah, that would be no more virtual con. <sighs> that would be great. Yeah, I still think without a vaccine by then, though, it's not going to happen. No. Yeah, probably not realistically. It's unfortunate, but, but... can you imagine yeah. missing two Comic Cons in a row? I mean, I don't even want to put that into the universe. It'd be awful. Right now, <laughs> I mean, I missed two Comic Cons in a row from, I think it was 20, actually, maybe three. Let me rephrase that question. Imagine being me and missing two yeah, Comic Cons. Exactly. <laughs> there you go. There you go. That's better. That's what I meant when I said it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's um, I get, for, for, for what we've been watching, I think I'll go first because I don't have a lot of, of stuff. For sure. Sweet. Um, I've been working t- too much to watch anything. Um, I watched Truth Seekers. Yeah. The Amazon Prime, Nick Frost, Simon Pegg show. Um, it's really funny. It's the like the very opening scene kind of threw me for a loop because it like kind of starts out like full horror. And I was like, I thought mm-hmm. this was a comedy. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then it ends up being a little bit of both. Um, yeah. But this is like a Nick Frost-led thing as opposed to like a Simon Pegg-led thing, which I feel like Nick is usually like the sidekick. Mm-hmm. Um, he's like the main character of this show. It, he, he does a pretty solid job. The supporting cast is really funny. Um, the writing is funny. I always enjoy like recurring gags in shows. Mm-hmm. Um, we may have a, a few um, and it works. And then it ends on a cliffhanger. So it's like there's going to be a season two if it 
it, yeah. it, if if it did well numbers wise, I assume they will renew it because they have the wide open hole to do so. Yeah, anyway. I'm I'm glad you've watched it because I need more people to talk about that ending specifically with <laughs> at some point. Not yeah. right now because no spoilers for everyone else who hasn't watched it. But um but yeah, I'm glad you liked it as well. Yeah, I watched it all in one night. So Yeah, that's yeah. basically what is I did too. <laughs> is it ten ten episodes, eight episodes? How long is it? It's eight, I think. Okay. That's doable. I think it's eight. That's doable. Yeah, but it, they're I also didn't have anything like, else to do. They're not <laughs> full hour episodes either. Oh, okay. So yeah. yeah so oh goes, yeah. Well so it's like a, a four hour but. season of TV basically then. Yeah. 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 Chill. Uh, yeah, I still need to get to it, so that I'm I'm that person who has not seen it yet, just FYI for the <laughs> yeah. listeners. And then I watched the first two episodes of Mando. Um, mm-hmm. Same here. I, I didn't Same. get to watch them on Friday because I've been working all weekend. Um, but the first two episodes were good. Uh, they're really leaning into that like side quest um, plot that they kind of built through season one. Yeah, which, like. I was honestly kind of annoyed with it in season one, how they didn't really get to like the Gus Fring stuff until like the last couple episodes. But then it was like so yeah. important. Yeah. You know what I mean? It was like it was like the most important thing of the whole season, but it happened at like the very end. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's just going to happen again. Yeah, like totally. And like, I'm OK with it because I like seeing like the new little like star wars adventures and like planets and like creatures Mm -hmm. um but i just wish they would kind of tie it into the main story a little a little bit yeah Yeah. well yeah it's definitely a bit like very like adventure of the week you know like like non-serialized you know and then there's like little bits of serialization in terms of like you know at the end of the first episode like there's a huge like sort of hook at the end of the first episode like oh my god you know and obviously we don't want to spoil it for people but um, you know, it seems like they're definitely trying Don't to, we, though? I mean, <laughs> depends on your perspective. Um, uh, yeah, no, it just feels like they're really trying to bide their time, you know, and just kind of not necessarily milk it because like, I don't think they're milk it, milking it. Like there's some really good character stuff that's happening. There's mm-hmm. some really interesting story beats that are happening. Um, but at the same time, it definitely, you know, feels like something that would have been made in the eighties as opposed to now, like. With, yeah. with television and yeah. stuff like that so and that's not necessarily yeah, yeah. a bad thing i just hope that they at some point like there's like joel said there's like a little bit more story happening yeah i mean i think like you said we are seeing some character building still mm-hmm. like i thought it was great that we finally saw some consequences to the baby's actions in episode two mm-hmm. um so it'll be interested to interesting <laughs> to see where they move forward with that and like what other mischief he he creates yeah with well, his antics as well so totally and i i know exactly what you're talking about in terms of uh, a certain like item that baby yoda indulges in um mm-hmm. and actually people are like there some people were like kind of weird like up in arms about it like they like it's almost like they tried to cancel baby yoda and i'm just like <laughs> you, you you're dumb you're dumb yeah you know well so. but it's also i mean but the whole not to give too many spoilers, but yeah. like the whole uh, essentially battle of that episode was also his fault in the yeah. end. Yeah. Absolutely. So yep. aside from 
him snacking all the time. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> well, I guess I guess that still was related to him snacking all the time. If yeah. We really think about it, but mm-hmm. um, but Mando reprimanded him a couple of times too. So, yeah. you know. Yep. I don't know. Yeah, Just, I mean, they tried to make it a controversy, building. and it was like it's a fake species in a fake television show fake galaxy far far yeah. like get over yourself <laughs> um, yeah people were like genocide you know that kind of stuff and i'm like go away like just just go away well, go hide under your rock you know yeah i mean i guess light spoiler for anyone who hasn't watched it yet it's not really genocide no, because it's, it's just it's no, that it's one specific line of yeah. of that species it's not the entire species exactly. that they're trying to repopulate no, I know. so and people can calm down yeah i know it's like it's like Bro, have you ever eaten a chicken egg? Like, come on. It's the same idea. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And I mean, like, let's, I think even more akin to like chickens, it's like rabbits. Like, yeah. like, like, I think like it's caviar. Frogs, yeah. yeah. I think like, <laughs> fr- like frogs and amphibians just like fuck and make like thousands of babies, right? Yeah. So it's like, these are the eggs she has now. When she meets up with her husband, they're going to probably make like a hundred more in like a day. Yeah. You oh, know? No. Like, if you, if you kill one rabbit, are you like, oh, you're you're fucking, you're, yeah. they're gonna be extinct? Yeah. It's like, Shut yeah. up! I don't know. So, <laughs> yeah, uh, the big tease at the end of episode one, I guess there's a big character who might be coming back. But like I was saying, the way that they're at the pace that they're moving, I wouldn't expect to see him until the finale, honestly. Yeah, or even season three at that point. Like, God, that would be so annoying if that was like it for the whole season. I, I think don't that, think it will be. I don't think so either. But yeah, I mean, I know that season three in particular has like some big cameos in it from what I've heard. Or season three, episode three of season two has some big cameos in it. So I'm I'm interested to see mm-hmm. how all these like players are going to come in um, to yeah. the fold in terms of, you know, how the season plays out. So yeah, totally. Yeah. We'll follow up, folks. We'll probably end up doing like a uh, some sort of thing. Season recap. Yeah, by the time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, probably. Gonna, it's probably going to be what at mid December at this point. The show will 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 be finishing up for the this season, so we'll see. Yeah. What else you got, Joel? Uh, I don't think I've been watched. Oh, uh, I saw Prisoners for the first time, the huge jacked man movie, mm. and Dylan uh, Hall. Yes. Mm. Um, good film. It was pretty good. Yeah. yeah, it was pretty good. I mean, the cast is Terrence Howard and uh, Paul Dano mm-hmm. are, are also both in it. Yeah. It's pretty good. Um, Denny yeah. Villeneuve and Roger Deakins. So, mm-hmm. and it, I, I, the only thing I remember about that movie in particular, well, I mean, at the movie, but like when when the trailer for that movie came out, like literally every actor is like Oscar winner or Oscar nominee. Like the cast is so freaking <laughs> yeah. stacked in that movie, you know? Yeah, and they do a really good job. It's not for the faint of heart. Um, there's like kidnapping and torture. Mm-hmm in it um but it's good i was it was really funny i was like telling myself while i was watching like oh wow huge has a really good american accent and then i was like (laughs) we've listened to him as wolverine in an american accent for like 12 years 20 (laughs) 20 years i'm sorry joel it's not an american accent it's a canadian accent okay (laughs) which is basically the same thing (laughs) kind of the same thing so so then his american accent is really good yeah exactly Um, uh yeah i liked it um i don't know it's an older film so i don't have much you know it's not like we're gonna be reviewing it i just Mm -hmm. it's yeah first time i had seen it and Mm -hmm. it was really good nice we're checking out 
Um, and then I haven't really watched anything else, but I pl- but I've uh, played a little bit of Spider-Man Miles Morales. Mm. How is it? Yeah, what would you think so far? I only got it. I, I only got to play it for like two hours before I like started to work this weekend. So um, it's really good so far. Basically, Peter goes on vacation at like the very beginning of the game. Mm. Um, so like you're Miles in charge of New York. Yeah, is kind yeah. of like the premise of the game. So um, I'm very curious to see like who the main villain of, of this game is going to be and like sort of, you know, just all the elements they're going to tie in from the from the PS4, you know. Yeah, originally, from the tra- from the trailer, um, it kind of seems like the tinkerer is going to be like the main villain, but mm-hmm. he doesn't seem to really have like main villain clout. So there might be like someone else alongside him, but my guess and from what I gathered right now is, is that it's Tinkerer, which is odd. Yeah. I mean, this is kind of like a, like a Spider-Man 1.5 type of game, you know, it kind of almost feels like DLC, you know, um, and to a certain respect, um, even though it's like, apparently it's a complete game. So we'll see. But, um, I'm honestly, I, I, like I told Joel before this, I thought it was a PS5 exclusive. I didn't realize it was actually on PS4 as well. So I am going to definitely be picking this game up today, probably after we cast. Cool. Yeah, we can talk about it next <laughs> yeah. time. Nice. Then. Yeah. I'll, I mean, if if <laughs> if the first game is any indication, like this should be probably like a t- between 10, ten and twenty hour game. So it really shouldn't mm-hmm. take that long to to make it through the storyline and stuff like that. So we'll see. Hopefully next time we'll be able to chat more about it. Yeah, for sure. All right, that's all nice. I got. Cool. Um, I've only got a couple of things. Um, mostly, mostly movies, actually. No, that's a lie. That's a mix. Um, uh, first thing, actually, TV show, uh, The Spy with Sasha mm-hmm. Baron Cohen. Well, it's interesting. Yeah, it's yeah, been on my list it was, for a minute. Yeah, it was recommended to me by a friend. Um, so I started watching it a couple weeks ago, and it's it's interesting. I didn't know anything about the story that it's based off of but it is based off of uh a real real life guy a real life spy um but it was really fun to see sasha in something very serious yes oh yeah it's always nice to see him do a serious role every now and then yeah and especially well because i also i started watching it uh about the same time that i watched the um Oh my gosh! What was what's that? The movie that he just came out with, um, the, the, the trial. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not not that yet. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah. So I started watching those two at the same time, and so it's just fun to see that contradiction too. Where yeah, that is a serious movie, but he's more the comedic element of it versus Spy, where he's very different character, different ethnicity, like mm-hmm. playing different ethnicities as well, like. It's it's pretty cool. Everyone in it is great. It's definitely, um, it's definitely a slow burn and a and a thinker show, but it's got some action moments in it in it as well. So yeah, I mean, if you're looking a, for that kind of thing, I recommend it. Definitely, and I mean, <laughs> I wouldn't have expected that to be really like an actiony type of show, anyways. Like any show that's called spy, like you kind of kind of implies that like you know this is more of a methodical type of approach. So. Yeah, yeah. But it it was pretty cool, especially knowing that it was based on real events to see the progression of everything that happened. Yeah, um, yeah definitely. And then I did watch Borat too. 
Mm-hmm. Nice. Um, I thought it was great. Um, it's, I mean, I love Sasha. I've loved Sasha for a very long time. Um, but I think this was an, like even a new level for him as far as like genius comedy goes. Yeah. Um, because of course it's Borat. He's absurd and his daughter is absurd. Mm-hmm. Um, but <sighs> the truths that they're able to uncover while being these crazy characters mm-hmm. is mind mind boggling and like heartbreaking at the same time. Yeah, totally. I agree. Um, but, I think oh good, sorry. Oh no, I just especially the fact that like they kept this so undercover and were shooting up until so recently before dropping it. Yeah. Is also incredible. Yeah. Yeah. So. Like for instance the uh, the Mike Pence thing like that was in the news like earlier this year, but nobody realized like it, it was him that was you know yeah. was part of part of the film. And I mean, to your point, I think one of the great examples um, in in the in the movie is when she eats the the the, the baby, quote unquote, the baby. and yeah. then they go to the abortion clinic. And like, dude, it's it's such a like it sounds so ridiculous, but the setup is like so freaking perfect for the payoff because it's like. Yeah. It's it's this it's I don't even know how to describe it like it's this like illusion of of it being one thing and it's actually this in, other thing entirely different you know yeah um, and yeah so I agree I I really enjoyed it and I think ultimately like it's I think it's more I don't want to say it's a it's a better movie overall like in terms of the comedy and the story but I think this movie definitely has a better story than the first one because. At the end oh, of the yeah. day, like it's 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 a movie made for daughters. Like once you realize yeah. that Sasha has like da- like daughters, and this movie basically is made for them, and like what it's like for for a young girl or a young woman to like sort of enter society and like have to deal with all these issues that that, that women are dealing with these days. Like I just thought it was really sweet, you know. Like I yeah. didn't I didn't expect to get like. Not necessarily emotional, but I didn't expect the movie to impact me in that way. And I think for that reason, it's definitely like an improvement over the original. It actually has like a strong, concrete theme that it's trying to go for. Yeah, it's definitely got a lot of heart to it while Mm -hmm. while also exposing all these terrible, terrible (laughs) truths. Mm -hmm. Um, But I also like when you really stop and think about it, too. He's Sasha Baron Cohen playing Borat playing other characters in the film as well yeah yep it's got that just the levels just like Mm -hmm. are even deeper and it's it's mind it's mind-blowing agreed yeah (laughs) and and then if you start seeing i don't know if you guys have seen any of the behind the scenes stuff that has come out with it Mm, um not really no so definitely recommend looking it up um he did an interview with cobail Cobert recently mm-hmm. as well where he talks about it because um, videos sort of circulating where um, he's at the rally and you know he's performing as like American Steve or whatever yeah and there's a video that went out on the internet where he's being chased off stage and like has to jump in the van they have to like ride off because I guess <laughs> they did not plan this um, I think what he said was he went to this obviously like MAGA rally and then there was uh like a BLM protest coming Mm. to the rally that they had no idea about had nothing to do with 
and someone from the BLM rally recognized him. And they're like, dude, that's Sasha Baron Cohen up there. Wow. And so then everyone that was just cheering with him turned on him. Oh, no. And like he had to wear a bulletproof vest. Yeah. Throughout shooting this movie. Um, there's there's some other crazy stories that go along with it. Um, yeah. But it's just the lengths that, that they both went to. Um, and, you know, uh, Maria as well you know, was put in some very unsafe <laughs> situations. What, as you well. mean hanging out with Rudy Giuliani um, in a warm hotel room? Yeah. Uh, but seeing like their relationship off screen as well, she's adorable and like put all of her trust in him. And she said she, he made her feel very safe and, mm. you know. Yeah. I think I might have they, actually. I think they saw something like 500 girls to play her, to play her mm-hmm. from around the world. And wow. yeah. yeah, and she was able to hold her own just like improving with Sasha and with real people. Like she yeah. had to play this yeah. character in the audition with unknowing people. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Definitely. And and she actually uh, recently signed with like uh, CAA, which is one of the major Hollywood talent oh, wow. agencies. So we'll definitely probably be seeing more of her. Yeah. Which is good I mean, she's... Sasha was like, if she doesn't win an Oscar, the world's crazy. Yeah. Like... yeah. That's <laughs> um, funny. I also watched, speaking of comedies, Holidate on Netflix. Ah, that's one of the ones I was going to mention. Really? Yeah. Is that the ah. Kristen Stewart one? No. no. That's, um, it's the yeah. Emma Roberts one. Yeah. Uh. yeah. Um, it has some funny moments overall. I didn't like it or most of really? the message behind it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just found it to be a little bit... Um, misogynistic in in some ways it was i feel like it was trying not to be by having the arc of emma roberts character be what it was um whereas like she's trying to win the guy back where it's usually the guy trying to win the girl back yeah um but i just yeah i didn't i didn't feel like it was done well Personally. Really? Wow. Okay. Yeah. See, I actually kind of have the opposite reaction. I didn't really get any of any of that from it. But you know, also, it's. I think it's fair to say that I was kind of like passively watching this movie. I mean, mm-hmm. any any holiday movie, I'm kind of like already like it's. The movie has to work really hard for me to gain my attention. You know, and and with yeah. this movie in particular, I was like sort of checked out, and I was like, okay, we'll watch it, and like I'll you know maybe play the switch or something like while I'm doing that. And it actually like roped me in. I thought, I mean, I can I can kind of agree thematically. Like this movie wasn't the strongest, and there was definitely some mixed messages there. But in terms mm-hmm. of pure writing, like I thought this was a really smartly um, written comedy, especially Christmas comedy. Like it's it's mm-hmm. really hard to do a smart Christmas comedy these days because everything's been done um, mm-hmm. for, for the most part, and it's hard to find a fresh angle. And I I just found this movie to be really fresh. You know, like I I, I again I didn't love it, but for a Christmas movie, I thought it was actually like kind of fun and 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 sort of interesting, you know. Um, but you know, like I said, at the same time, I think I can understand where you're coming from. Um, yeah. So yeah, that's that's my two cents on Holiday. Yeah, I mean, I thought it was fine. Yeah. Uh, if I think it's if you're wanting to watch something passively, like you were saying, like fine. But yeah. if you, yeah, as far as like the real meat of it. Hmm. I don't know that I'd give it a full 
Agreed. Five star stamp. <laughs> Agreed. Yeah, and I think I think I, I I can definitely agree with that. And like for me, it was more so just like I enjoyed the comedic a lot of the comedic bits and stuff. Like there were some really funny you know moments I found. I mean, Sarah and I watched it together, and she was she really dug it. You know, she was laughing yeah. the whole time and like really enjoying it and stuff. So um, yeah, like I said, there definitely were some funny bits to yeah. it. Um, and I liked the concept of a holiday. Exactly. Like, I thought that was pretty clever. Mm-hmm. Um, it was just some of the, the character building elements yeah, some of it of the that execution. I found to yeah. not be great. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, other than that, I started watching the UK Shameless for the first time. I know oh, it's not really? a new thing, but um, I've watched, you know, I'm current on the US Shameless and I love it. And I didn't realize that James McAvoy was in the UK. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, So I was like, hmm, now I really want to go and watch this. Um, And it's just very funny to see, at least in the first season, how almost like verbatim the US version is early on. Mm -hmm. Season two, it kind of goes astray a little bit, but there's so much that it's like, I'm pretty sure it's like half of the script is the same yeah. in the first yeah. few episodes of both. Well, it's kind of um, kind of like The Office, right? Like weren't the first season of both of those versions like fairly similar and then they kind of like took their own paths? Probably. I haven't watched either Office. Got you. So, so I don't know. Yeah. Um, what? I know. <clears throat> I don't How know. dare you? I, I, I've been thinking about it, but I'm going to get through Shameless first. Yeah. One, um, one thing at a time, right? Yeah. I I like the U.S. version better still so far but yeah i'm intrigued to see where this one goes and i'm kind of liking seeing where they're parallel and where they're different yeah um and then finally i watched inside pixar mm-hmm. um which is a new it's like a mini series uh on disney plus all the episodes are like 15 minutes or less um focusing on different people at pixar and kind of different uh challenges that they've kind of overcome within the company um i think it's super inspiring for anyone who's an artist of any kind um because each episode they focus on like i said different struggles and how to overcome them and so just kind of reinvigorating your creativity and your drive uh and stuff like that and then also if you are a pixar fan like it's cool to see how they make some of the stuff and some of the behind the scenes of the story creation and mm-hmm. um you know visual creations because they have each episode is someone from a different department nice. as well yeah that's cool so. definitely yeah it's i've been, cool. I've been wanting to watch that. thing yeah there's only five episodes right now i'm assuming there will probably be more yeah but did, um but did... yeah it's really inspiring Nice. Did they indicate, like, were there particular movies that, like, they showed them working on? Was it, like, newer stuff, older stuff? Like, I'm just curious if, if they, like, uh, A bit of both. That. The first okay. episode, um, yeah, I mean, they flat out say what they're working on. Oh, okay. Um, so the first episode uh, is a lot about soul. Okay, nice. And oh, the nice. creation of that. Yeah. Um, but then another one that they go to, um, it's uh, the woman working on... She talks about working on Incredibles too. Oh, cool! Um, and you know, like Onward, Monsters U, yeah. Bright, like it, it's the they run the gamut, going over nice. different things. Awesome! So that's good. Yeah, yeah. So you get some sneak peeks of of upcoming stuff, and then um, behind the scenes of some of the classics. Yeah, definitely. So, I definitely yeah, need then... to explore more on Disney Plus. 
Yeah, yeah they've got some good stuff too. I actually I have also been watching the behind this. I think I may have talked about this last time. I don't remember, but um, behind the scenes of Animal Kingdom mm, as well. I don't think so you did, it's no. like a documentary about um, about treating the animals and stuff at Animal Kingdom, which I find really cool. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah. Sweet. All right, what do you got, T? All right, I'm going to try to run through this pretty quickly because we're already running a little behind. Um, so, Lauren, I know you guys actually both watched this, um, Trial of the Chicago 7. Uh, I recommended yep. that to you guys. I, uh, I'm, a big, I'm, a, I'm a big fan of Sorkin, obviously, so pretty much anything he puts out I think is gold. Uh, I really love this movie. I personally think it's going to be a, a, a Best Picture contender, if not at this point like a lock for Best Picture. Does that mean yeah. I think it's the best movie of the year? Probably not. But this movie is basically like made to win Oscars. You know, like it's it's pretty oh, yeah. obvious. And which, which is actually really funny because um, it's going to be basically Sorkin and Fincher with Mank going head to head for in Best Picture. <laughs> and the last time That's like right. they were in a Best Picture race, they made a movie together, which was of course you know the Social Network. So yeah, I just think that's going to be a really interesting storyline to follow. That's um, very funny. Yes, I mean, I love this movie. I would say that my biggest problem with the movie is the the end. Um, I don't know if you guys remember, but like it's it basically like ends very, very, very cynically um, where it's like supposed to be like this upbeat, you know, like ending like, oh, this person went on to do this and this person went on to do that. You know how like they usually do that in biopics. Yeah. Yeah. And I think here it's just like the most fucking cynical ending like you could have written, you know, considering <laughs> yeah. like the, the concept and stuff. And so that rubbed me the wrong way. But you know, I really love this movie overall, and I think the first ten minutes is like just a masterclass in in freaking storytelling. Like the mm-hmm. the opening montage where he basically introduces the 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 seven or the eight, I guess if you will, um, yeah. is yeah. is just so good. Um, it's just so yeah. good. So uh, I would definitely recommend that. Um, beyond that, I, sorry, I got to open my phone again here. Uh, I watched the social dilemma. I'm not gonna go into depth on this. I just think that I watched yeah. it too. Yeah. If you if you haven't seen yeah, it, yeah, I watched need... it a couple weeks ago. Exactly. If you haven't seen it, you need to watch it. Even if you're familiar with everything that's going on in terms of like data mining and like you know the whole Cambridge Cambridge Analytica type thing, you know, um, and the whole Facebook thing too. Honestly, um, definitely worth watching. I would recommend it if you guys have seen it. Try to get your parents to watch it because I showed this to my mom and. Her mind was blown. She had no idea any of this stuff was happening. So, you know, there's that. Uh, yeah, beyond, I should probably get my dad to watch it. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, seriously, like, it's, it's, I think it's an important documentary, especially, especially for older folks who are not necessarily, mm-hmm. like, um, you know, privy to all these things that are happening. Um, yeah. Also, been watching a, a, a bunch of holiday movies. Obviously, Holiday was one of those. Um, but last month, I was trying to catch up on some Halloween stuff. So, uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> I actually, um, subjected myself to Hubie Halloween, which oh, is the no. new oh, Adam Sandler no. movie. And Why? I mean, my, well, my mom wanted to watch it. She's a huge Sandler fan. So we watched it. And honestly, it's not terrible. Like I was expecting really? it to be an utter, uh, utter garbage fire. And it's it's actually like decent for because interesting you know like adam hmm. sandler movies like it's usually just comedy 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 like no real story no real theme or there's yeah. there's a theme but it's not like handled well depends handled on the well, era of, or, of sandler <laughs> or executed well i mean i'm talking about basically like the last like yeah basically since he's been doing netflix stuff i mean you have the ridiculous yeah. six the do-over like all like sandy wexler like all these movies that are yeah not really that interesting and I think that, you know, this movie actually has, like, a really solid theme. Like, it has 
a, a really like heartfelt um, message behind it. And I think it's a message that we actually like need to listen to right now in terms of, um, you know, just listening to each other and like sort of not necessarily like like being not being so mean to each other, you know. Um, and yes, that's really generalized, but I thought the way the movie handled it was actually kind of sweet. So interesting. I now I want to watch it because I had another friend say it was incredibly offensive. It is. It is. Um, it is. So, <laughs> but, uh, so I'm morbidly curious. Now yeah, to I mean hear that you actually liked it. It's, as well. I, I I wouldn't say um, I liked it. I I didn't even th- I don't even think it's a good movie, but I think it's an improvement okay. over what he what he normally does. Again, because it actually has something it's trying to say. Whether okay. that not whether or not that's successful, I think that's a different story. <laughs> but again, I was surprised by it. Um, okay. I also watched uh, the 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 witches. Have you guys heard of this movie? It's the new Zemeckis uh, flick on HBO Max. Wow. Worst movie of the year. That's oh. all I'm gonna oh, say. Oh, oh, with the Anne, Anne with Anne Hathaway. One. It's the remake. And it's a remake. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah, it's yeah. fucking terrible. It is. It's oh. it's not only bad. It's like offensively weird and like just not. <laughs> Have good. you seen the original? Uh, no, I haven't. No, I, it was on Netflix, and I was gonna watch it, or Netflix or HBO, and I was gonna watch it, but I saw the remake, and I was like, I. This makes me not want to watch the original. I mean, so I watched the original actually on a plane mm-hmm. last year or this year. Um, and I've, you know, I'd heard about it for a long time. It's kind of like a cult classic, I feel like. Mm-hmm. And I watched it and I was like, this is not good. Like, yeah. I don't understand why people like this. Yeah. And so then when I heard it was getting a remake, mm-hmm. I mean, I guess they like it because it's based off the Roald Dahl book, but mm-hmm. I don't know. And yeah. then seeing the footage for the remake, I was like, I don't think yeah. this is gonna be good. Well, let's let's put it this way: I have a feeling that the witch is gonna be is the witches is gonna be the cats of this year. And by the way, oh, Sarah and I did. I don't know why Wait, we. I don't know so why there's we. A butthole cut? No, I wish that. I wish there was. Um, I wish there was. Uh, Sarah and I actually. I mean, watched... there could be. Be with the, the. There's mice in this one, right? Uh, yes, yes. The yeah. so spoiler alert. Um, the main characters actually get turned into mice and they're basically yeah. mice for like over half the movie, like three quarters of the movie. Yeah. It's very fucking, it's very fucking weird. It's very, yeah. And like the wi- exactly how the first movie is. Yeah. And the witches like want to eat all the children and like blah, 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 you know, like just, it's, it's not good. Uh, but side note, Sarah and I actually did watch the first 15 minutes of cats and she basically was like, let's watch this. And I was like, are you sure? And we were basically just the whole time like, oh, my God, like, how does this movie exist? It I would love if I ever do acid like that's the movie I'm going to watch because it's just so fucking weird. You know, Um, I'll turn it on the next time I do shrooms, dude. No, you will. I think it will be a life changing experience for you, Joel, Um, even just watching the first 10 minutes. it's, It's just so it's not good. Um, he didn't say it would be a positive life. Yeah, experience. exactly. I know. That's um, what I'm saying. I hope not. Yeah. Nightmare inducing. Seriously. Um, so I also watched actually recently The Invisible Man. I don't know if you guys have seen this, oh. but this movie is fucking Blumhouse incredible. One. Dude, you, if you guys haven't seen it, you need to watch it. It is so, so fucking good. Like Elizabeth, Mo- really good. Elizabeth Moss is, I mean, it, it's it, for me, it's it feels like an Oscar worthy performance because she's just the emotional mm. depth she brings to this character is so freaking good. But it's basically about gaslighting, right? That's what I think makes the movie so powerful and impactful. It's basically about this woman who's being gaslit. And the way that Lee Whannell, like, takes the Invisible Band idea or mythos and, like, brings it into the 21st century and makes it believable is, like, really, really smart. And that's all I want to say because I don't even want to ruin 
how do the invisible do... man becomes in the invisible man. I was but about to ask if it's a realistic it's, explanation. It's very fucking realistic, and the the logic is rock rock solid. Um, that's all I'm gonna say. Okay. Um, like I didn't even I, I when they told like they explain it in the movie, I didn't even question. It. I'm like, yeah, of course. Like that, you know. Yeah. <laughs> um. So beyond, I'm not invisible. Yeah. Right. Beyond that, um, I also watched one more uh Christmas movie, and that was Operation Christmas Drop. Did you guys have you guys seen this on Netflix? Alexander Ludwig or Ludwig, he's the guy from uh, like Vikings, and he was in Hunger Games, and um, yeah, yeah. Sorry, and, I just remembered something else I watched. Oh, Go on. <laughs> no, you're good. Um, and uh, between this and Holiday, I really enjoyed Holiday more. I, uh, Operation mm-hmm. Christmas Drop was definitely one of those movies where I was like, oh my god, this is going to be fucking awful, and um, I, it wasn't terrible. I, I enjoyed it. I think it has a really good message, and Alexander Ludwig and uh, gosh, I can't remember the the lead actress's name, but they have really good chemistry. Um, totally enjoyable. Um, especially if you like Christmas movies, you'll love this. It's really interesting because it's like a Christmas movie that's set in kind of like a Caribbean setting. So for me, that oh, was something that's kind of interesting that we haven't seen before. Um, mm-hmm. and then finally, I have to call this out because I know I'm like super, super late on this, but I finally got a switch and I finally got uh, Zelda breath of the wild and nice. oh my fucking God, this game is a masterpiece. Like <laughs> It is so good. I have been glued to my system for the last like three weeks playing this, and it's it's just amazing. So if you guys haven't played Zelda Breath of the Wild and you own a Switch, you need to play it. Um, it's a masterpiece. So that's everything uh, for me. Um, just real fast, yeah. I also watched Eurovision Song Contest, the ah, story of Fire Saga. Yes. Oh, gosh. Um, I loved it. It's good, right? I thought it was great. Yeah. yeah. Um, I Will Ferrell can be hit or miss for me. Um, and I, I really like this one and Rachel McAdams was great and all the cameos they have were great and freaking Dan Stevens yeah. yep. was hilarious in it. The, the, um, the statue joke still gets me. Um, yeah. The statue joke is amazing. Yeah. It's, it's great. It's very, I feel like it's very sweet. Um, but also it has some really funny moments with it and I love that they got real Eurovision contestants to come and cameo in it, and then like Graham Norton, who is the UK like uh, not announcer but yeah, host um, cover, yeah, um, is in it as the host nice. as well. Like I thought it was great. Yeah, so, definitely, definitely yep. recommend. Enjoy, enjoyable. Yeah, I will check that out before I check out any holiday movie. I can promise you that. Yeah, yeah, it's probably probably a good call. <laughs> the only the only Christmas movie. Is Die Hard, <laughs> um, also and the Grinch, and, Elf. and also Elf. the Grinch, yeah, also the Grinch, yeah. and Home Alone. Home Alone's up there for me. All fight right, you, Joel. fine, fine, I and Home Alone. It's a, it's a top five, okay, and we'll throw trains, <laughs> planes, and automobiles in there for you good can't measure. Fight me, you're overseas. <laughs> Watch me. <Yeah. laughs> Did virtual fight you? Um, I know uh, where you live. Yeah. Well, we can finally move on from true. what we've been watching <laughs> after forty minutes, guys. Jesus. Okay, I'm guys. Seriously, moving forward, it can't be that long. <laughs> yeah, it can. It's been a month, dude. If if we would have done like more episodes at this time, this would have been like a 15, 20 minute what we've been watching. This is For the way sure. I look All right. at it. So, what do we got up first? Um. Oh well. Uh, do you guys want to go DC stuff or Marvel stuff? What do you feel like touching on first? Or non Marvel? Marvel. Okay. Um. So. I guess uh, the most recent thing that we learned um, is that uh, WandaVision finally has a date. 
And that yeah. date is January 15th, 2021. Disney Plus. Yeah. Coming to your house. Coming into your so we face. Still, we still so have to soon. wait until the new year. Mm-hmm. Which means 2020 had no Marvel releases, right? Yep. It's yeah. like the, the first time since 2009, so in 11 years, mm-hmm. that we've had no Marvel content. Pretty wild. It's crazy. If I if I were them, I just would have dropped it like at the very end of 2020 <laughs> just to just yeah. to sneak it in, just to get just, it well, in there. Originally, the week between Christmas and New Year's. Mm-hmm. Well, guys. yeah, exactly. And originally, the, the rumor was that they were going to drop it basically right before Christmas, like mid yeah. December, but... I actually think this is like um, this is smart for them because there's some pretty high profile releases coming out. Like Soul is coming on the 25th, mm-hmm. um, okay, things yeah. like that. That um, and obviously Mando, like you don't want to step on the toes of that. That's going to go to mid December. So I feel like this True. is a smart strategy for them. I think the bigger question, though, like you mentioned, you know, Joel, when we first heard about this, is like how does this change um, things timeline. moving forward? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, if they're all it's... supposed to interact with each other, or if they're all supposed to move the story forward, where does this land in the story? For, like overall story, mm-hmm. are we? Did, did they have to change things, or are we just gonna? I highly doubt we're gonna be missing pieces. That doesn't sound like a Marvel thing to do. So yeah. I'm wondering yeah. if I'm wondering if it never really had much of an impact overall. Or if they've had to move things around. I'm I'm guessing if it does have an impact, it's not uh, an impact that will affect anything soon. It will affect something way down the line. Yeah. That it won't really matter that it's dropped now. Mm-hmm. Um, that's my guess. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I could I could see that being the case. You know, like um, I have a feeling that this show is like fairly self-contained. Not to say like mm-hmm. it doesn't, you know introduce other elements or other pieces that like you said lauren will come into play later but you know with it being the whole quote-unquote like you know we uh, like you mentioned they um they basically shot portions of the show in front of like a live studio audience like a classic sitcom awesome which which also you know uh, gives credence to the idea that that this is self-contained like even in the um in the teaser which we spoke about i believe last episode where it seems to me like it's kind of this like they're, they're sort of like holding her at this compound. You know what I mean? Like they're not, yeah. we're not really leaving. Like it's not the scope of this show doesn't feel necessarily huge in terms of like the amount of locations and, and all that kind of stuff. Whereas yeah. something like Falcon and Winter Soldier is going to have that feel. You know what I mean? They're shooting mm-hmm. in Puerto Rico, like all this stuff. But I think that also says something about um, the order in which we're kind of, we're going to kind of start to get these things. Like obviously Falcon and Winter Soldier is probably going to come next because it was supposed to come first, but that yeah. feels like a show where that is going to have tons of ramifications, like especially with the yeah. Disney Plus series, like moving forward, you know? So it, it's my not... guess is sorry. Tate. No, go for it. Go for it. Uh, I was just going to say my guess is that we might find out information as far as powers, technology, stuff like that, that mm-hmm. will impact and will get used further down the line. But I don't think it's going to be any huge life-changing revolution revelations yeah. right yeah. away. Like I think, like you were saying, Winter Soldier might be. Um, because also if it is self-contained and she is at this, like, at a compound or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, this could, this could very easily be dropped anywhere yeah. in the timeline mm-hmm. because yeah. Yeah. it's just her experience in this, whatever this tiny timeline of, of the show is. Yeah. So it's she's being held somewhere. Eventually, she's probably going to come back and kick ass globally. But yeah. 
Definitely. We don't. It's fine that we that we see what's happening now. If she doesn't come back for five years, like. Yeah, yeah I think as long as it comes out before Multiverse of Madness. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Totally. And and yeah, I think that that's going to be the biggest influence this show has on stuff moving forward. But you know, you also have to remember that like Marvel's been in this position before where they have to adjust, and like mm-hmm. Marvel's actually really, really freaking good at doing that. Like, if you, I mean. The inclusion and addition of Spider-Man and Civil War and, and moving yeah. like their plans never included like Spider-Man. They were like, oh, maybe someday, you know what I mean? But there was never any concrete um, plan for that to make happen. And then when the opportunity arose, like they were able to, you know, to quote um, <laughs> to quote dodgeball, like dip, dive, <laughs> dodge, duck and die, whatever the five D's yeah. are, you know. And so. I just think that they, they they have that innate ability to 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 be on their toes and change things when they need to. So yeah, I we barely noticed the Terrence Howard Don Cheadle switch. Like, I, well, that, know, like, yeah, that, there's been multiple like instances of of things like that. So I just think that, that was sarcasm. It was very it was extremely <laughs> jarring. Well, of course, <laughs> but nobody thinks about it and nobody really cares about it. Like at this point, yes, in Iron Man yeah. two, it was it was definitely like, oh, okay, this you know, um, but yeah, I ju- I just don't think that this like. Point being is I don't think this is going to be an issue for, like, Marvel if they have to sort of rework right. some of these things. What um, about Black Widow? Are we ever going to get that fucking movie? Uh, well, that's what I'm curious about because even though that movie's fairly self-contained, like, you know, how do you how do you release, like, Falcon and the Winter Soldier and, like, this and that? Like, all these separate things and then, like, sort of, like, will Black Widow be able to fit, like, further down in the timeline? You know, I, right. I have a feeling it will, but who knows because we haven't seen the movie. So, yeah. um on the Marvel tip as well, we learned that uh, Chris Pratt is returning to reprise his role as Star-Lord in Thor Love and Thunder. Thoughts? As Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> They're living up to the to the. To That's the all I got to say. Yeah. Um, I'm not surprised that that's happening. Um, I'm kind of over Pratt right now, unfortunately. Um, so, like, I'm not super stoked for him to be in the movie just because of that. Um, but I hope at least some of the rest of the guardians follow him into him. Yeah. I mean, the last time we saw him, they were together. So it just, yeah. The next time we see them, they will also be together. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I also don't imagine that it'll have a huge role in it though. Yeah. I imagine definitely it'd probably be like, I imagine something like the Dr. Strange cameo in, uh, in, uh, the the dark. Yes. Ragnarok. Thank you. Yeah. Where it's one of those like sort of plot beats that they need him for something or whatever, and then you know he's just off yeah. on his own thing. I'm curious how how the whole search for Gamora storyline that they sort of set up at the end of Endgame is going to play out. Mm-hmm. Whether we're going to see any of that in this, because yeah, you know you also have to remember that Guardians Three was written before Endgame and before a lot of this stuff happened. So it's like they essentially like have to connect the dots between those two and and make it a through line. So yeah, um, I'm very yeah. curious to see how that's going to play out. I I mean I imagine it'll be more of a quick paths crossing and or like the guardians drop Thor off at New Asgard or like right. wherever he meets Jane at yeah. like I don't think it's gonna be a huge thing so yeah like, I guess it's fine <laughs> mm-hmm. totally totally um and then maybe we got... we'll get the answer as to who's in charge I know well <laughs> I mean we'll see um. And then uh, we also learned that uh, Moon Knight has been cast, and that person yeah. is Oscar Isaac. Yeah, thoughts? Just keeping it in, keeping it in the family. Disney <laughs> is, aren't they? Oh yeah. Um, yeah. I think Oscar can play the 
because look, Moon Knight is just Marvel's Batman. Um, <laughs> I think Oscar Isaac can play a really rich, suave dude, mm-hmm. and who you know. And then we've seen him in X Machina, where he's like a tortured soul. Uh, mm-hmm. So if you can play rich and you can play tortured soul, you can play Moon Knight. End of story. Yeah, yeah, and I, he's also got the comedic chops as well for like the sass that sometimes comes with Moon Knight as yeah. well, I think. Yeah, absolutely. Sure. And and yeah. that's actually the thing I'm most excited about is yeah. the sort of like sillier side of Moon Knight that we've seen in the um in the in the comics. Like I'm gonna send yeah. a, I'm gonna send one of my favorite fucking frames and it's like, dude, if they could if they could do this and hold on one second. I would be super happy. Um, but it's well, basically if it's what I think it is, yeah. yes, you're gonna be sorely disappointed, Taylor. No, I know. It's, I know you're here, Dracula, you big fucking nerd. Where's yeah, my goddamn I knew money? It was like, be that. <laughs> it's the best. Like, I really, I really hope that we can get to that point at some time. That's I'm unfortunately sure be... fake. I know. By the way, but... I know. That's that's why it's so funny. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm sure that that level of sarcasm will yeah. be there, but. Yeah. Um, Probably not the expletives. No, no, no. Probably right. not. Obviously, but again, like if they can sort of achieve that, like that bit of silliness, like I think Oscar Isaac could like totally fucking pull that off, you know, with also yeah. pulling off the more serious elements. So, have you seen the yeah. other one where he like calls Avengers Tower, and he's like, "Where's Dracula?" And they're like, "Stop calling here. Dracula's <laughs> not an Avenger." And he's like, "He's not an Avenger. That lying fuck." <laughs> uh, what if they? What if they make Morbius Moon Knight's Dracula in this? And then we get to see Jared Leto. No. Come on. You know you want to see it, Joel. I'd rather him have I I would rather him have a rivalry with Mahershala Ali as Blade. Yeah. Oh no, that that would be A plus yeah. right there for sure. Yeah, that'd be great. Um yeah, I like the casting. I think it'll be cool. Yeah, definitely. Um cool, yeah. So unless we don't have anything else on that, we'll move to the DC stuff. And Oh man. I know. Uh the uh, there's not a whole lot of stuff, but um we're going to save that one for for yeah. the, for the final talking bit. So it's part of the DC stuff. Um so uh, we learned that uh, the Batman is going to be using uh the stagecraft technology that they used on Mando and they're actually going to use on uh bits and pieces of Thor 4. So this is really mm-hmm. exciting. What do you guys think about this? Yeah, I think it's cool. I mean, I'm excited to see that technology expanded past Mando mm-hmm. um, and see other people get to play with it and see what they can do. Because I think it, you know, watching the behind the scenes stuff on it, I think it's just so revolutionary. Um, mm-hmm. As much as I love practical, um, I think the way that they were able to mix practical and this stagecraft um, is just a hundred percent changing the game and and especially in a world of covid um i think it's very smart Mm -hmm. i was just about to say like i wonder if it's because he you know he had caught coronavirus on set um i mean like you it i think it's a no-brainer to use the technology if you have it readily available because it's so uh, amazing and like Mm -hmm. revolutionary um but i wonder if it was like they chose to use it because that means like less people around like mm-hmm. no chance of catching COVID again like they have a schedule that they have to fucking like yeah keep yeah well yeah. I, th- I definitely think that's part of it i mean you know when 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 this movie first started filming and then COVID happened they basically said that they had like scrapped most of their exterior locations and we're just gonna basically rebuild what they could on stages so that it's like yeah. more yeah. controlled so this feels like the the next sort of logical 
extension of that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's I think it's a combination of both. And what I'm really excited about is like the idea to like the idea that you can build a world that doesn't exist like mm-hmm. on right. this volume, right? And especially for for uh, like something like Gotham City, like that's a really unique opportunity to create something that we haven't seen before. Especially since yeah, like the last three or four Batman movies ever since basically Nolan took over has been all like practical real cities that, you know, that, that are physical as opposed to like, Mm -hmm. um, uh, Burton's Batman, which was sort of like this art deco, like a lot of matte paintings, like a lot of, well, and it was all, it was all studio. Exactly. Yeah. It was all backlot, all studio basically. Totally. And so I think this is a really cool opportunity to like, Again, you know, I think of like the the shot in the Burton film at the end where it's like we're rising up through through Gotham City and then we see Batman on the ledge with the signal and mm-hmm. like opportunities like that where you can create really really cool striking visual images like could really work well for this movie. So, you know, we'll oh, see. Yeah. But um but again, I think it's just it's Matt Reeves getting to work with that. And I mean, we're going to see a lot more productions um using Stagecraft cuz what they actually did is they built the first one here in LA. And now they're actually mm-hmm. building ones in one in London, and they're building one in um, Sydney, which is the one they're using for Thor Four because like they're the shooting right. yeah. yeah, or uh, whatever. Mm-hmm. I think it's Sydney. Maybe it's Melbourne. Yeah. Melbourne. Um, I don't even know how to say that right, but Melbourne. Yeah, there you, you go. You said it better than most people. Yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> I got my my Australian accent going there. Um, yeah. So I mean, I guess I believe they are in Sydney, though. Yeah, that that would make sense. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, so beyond that, um, we also learned this week that uh, Wonder Woman 84, they're considering maybe dropping it on HBO Max in January of next year. Um, this would include a theatrical release, that the the theatrical date that they had in mind, which was, I think, the Christmas Day, the 25th. Um, mm-hmm. Right. Which, I don't know how that's going to work, but okay. <laughs> um, Tenet, Tenet Part 2, like, did you, did you learn nothing from fucking Tenet? But uh, yeah. yeah, so basically the, the the dilemma right now is release on the 25th, put on HBO Max in January, or just push the film entirely to next summer. Yeah. Uh, um, I mean, I guess if they release at drive-ins on the 25th, yeah, maybe. I forgot to mention this when you were talking about Borat 2, and this has nothing to do with like Marvel or DC, but it's the Disney plus drop like method. Mm. Borat 2 made more money than like Mulan. It's like, it's like, what, like Disney is like bombing so hard right now. Yeah. yeah, it's like Warner Brothers. How are they not just like with their binoculars being like, all right, well that didn't work. Uh, what's next? It's like you don't follow the same fucking folds. Yeah. Like, yeah. well, the, I think that I think the analogy is better. Is they're trying to do the work of having the binoculars without actually using them. You know, they're just like <laughs> yeah. looking at it with the regular eye, like. Hmm, yeah, I, th- I think that worked. Let's let's try that again. <laughs> Maybe it'll work better this time. You know, yeah, um, yeah. So yeah, I'd, 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 I honestly, I think at this point, and I'm kind of starting to feel this way a little bit with Black Widow too, where it's like, yeah, you're gonna lose money, and yes, these movies were made for theatrical, but at what point, like, does the movie just like go into a shoebox and like nobody really like people aren't excited for it anymore, or like people, like, you you're not getting the same response that you would have had, you know. Yeah, six or nine months ago. Here's the deal with with these movies in particular. You know that if they drop them on streaming and then in a year when we have a vaccine and can go to theaters again, 
they re-release in theaters, mm-hmm. they're still going to make a crap ton of money. Oh, yeah. yeah. Because oh, everyone's yeah. going to want to go see it in theater, even mm-hmm. if they've already seen it. Because yeah. how many times when they re-release things before Endgame mm-hmm. and people go to the marathons, yeah. sold yeah, out. In 10 years with there's a 48-hour marathon of all the phases. <laughs> yeah, like uh, but, but still, sometimes they'll do like leading up to, not necessarily right. all mm-hmm. in one day, yeah. but, you know, slow drops. Absolutely. Um, uh, I, they're gonna make their money back eventually it yeah. just might be a little delayed yeah so why not just release it now and get yeah so release. give us what we want now <laughs> yeah. what you want later yeah well yeah. and especially because they've got all the merch in the pipeline too yeah. so you're gonna start making money with merch if you let people actually see the thing yeah it's true exactly you know? yeah and 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 you're you're only embracing you're only reinforcing like the brand and the excitement mm-hmm. for that brand. So it's like, mm-hmm. I think at a certain point, like they need to stop, like they just need to settle on something and like fucking go with it. Like say what you will about the Mulan debacle, but like at least they like made a decision and like stuck to it, you know? Yeah. And I think Warner Brothers is having a little bit a tougher time, especially with Wonder Woman. Um, yeah. So. Yeah, uh, so just just real quick, guys. Breaking news from TMZ. Uh-oh. Rapper <laughs> Benny the Butcher <laughs> shot in leg at Houston Walmart. I think that's the most 2020 headline of all time, don't you? <laughs> like, what the... Why am I getting... <laughs> Why am I getting this notification right now? Like, what is what is happening? That's <laughs> oh, yeah, an odd breaking news. Yeah. I know. I, I had to share it with you guys, though, because I saw it. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> it has nothing to do with what we were talking about, but still. Um, okay, so moving on. Uh, do you guys have anything else to say about uh, Wonder Woman 84? Or? Not, not really. I just okay. feel like they're prop... I... We're, we're like... We've beaten the horse to death, and then like we buried it, and then like we dug it up again. To, like, <laughs> yeah, like just continually yeah. talking about like when these movies are going to come out. Are they going to release them on VOD? Is that a mistake? It's like, dude, the horse is fucking dead. Yeah, like, just, leave it alone. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, and right now that's still speculation too. Right. Yeah. So yeah. there's not much more to say on it. Yeah. Yet. Exactly. So, so we're okay. not even beating the dead horse. We're talking about what we'll do when we find a dead yeah, horse. Yeah, we're talking about beating the dead horse. <laughs> if I ever find a dead horse, I'm I'm beaten. Yeah. It's like the it's like the plan to capture the Michigan governor. You know, it's probably never gonna happen, <laughs> but at least we talk about it. Um, yeah. which that shit's fucked up, by the way. Um so I guess moving on, we uh off the DC train for a second. Um oh, and God. on to the J.K. Rowling is terrible train. Pew, 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 pew. Um, Johnny Depp has basically been forced out of uh, Fantastic Beast 3, even though he filmed a scene already and he has a pay or play contract. So they got to fucking pay him $15 million anyways for not being in the movie and then recast. Um, so thoughts? I mean, I'm mad because he should not be getting kicked out of the movie or forced out or whatever you want to call it. Um, because he's already proven that he's not the terrible person that Amber Heard made him out to be. And yet she still is going to be in Aquaman. So doesn't make sense. And it makes me angry. And yeah, I it's it. just such a fucking hypocritical, like looking glass of Hollywood. Like, Oh, she, but she's a woman. So it's, it's a, it's okay that she beats the shit out of him. And it's like, no, it's not fire yeah. her. 
why are you making Johnny Depp leave? He didn't do anything wrong. But like, I mean, the only thing that I can hope out of this is that now Johnny will get something even better because we know that movie's gonna be awful anyway if it goes to the current (laughs) trajectory. It's very true. Really, um, because I was really excited for the franchise, and I still kind of want to know where it is going to go, but I'm not going to see it because I'm not going to support her. Um, so I just hope that it it opens up his schedule to get something even better that will restart his career and give him the second chance he deserves. Yeah, I would say that I'm going to boycott Aquaman two because of Amber Heard, but I was never <laughs> planning on seeing it anyway, so. Uh, there are rumors though that he is coming back to pirates that johnny's coming back to pirates so that would be cool i will uh i'll take that i'll hope that's yeah. true i would watch that yeah <laughs> yeah what do you about think you, about it taylor i have mixed feelings i so i will say right now that i think the worst part of fantastic beast 2 was johnny depp i don't think he was good in that movie i don't think he was good in the role i think johnny depp has um for the most part like lost his touch Um, in terms of creating memorable, iconic characters. Um, I mean, I can't, the last, I mean, honestly, can you think, what's the statement? What's the last, like, great character or movie Johnny Depp's done? Like, I can't even think of one after Jack Sparrow. Maybe, like, uh, Sweeney Todd, maybe. But for me, that, I'm not big on that movie. Like, is there anything else you could, the Mad Hatter, maybe. But, like, that movie's not very good. Both of those movies aren't very good. So, for me, it's like. You didn't love The Lone Ranger? Oh, yeah. Dude, Tonto with the dead bird on the head. Oh, yeah, it's beautiful. Um, but no, I'm serious, though. Like, can you guys name a movie that he's been actually good in, like, since Pirates? Well, I think you touched on it, though, in that he hasn't been in good movies is also yeah. part of the problem. Totally. Totally. And but just because I can't um, name, a, you know, just because I can't answer your question to this doesn't mean he deserves to be fired. Totally. And that's, that's, I agree with you. And so I think it's complicated because essentially what happened was that Johnny Depp like lost this suit um, that I don't remember specifically yeah. what it was, but the reason why he was asked to step down was because he lost this suit um, that the verdict recently came. And this it was, was over a defamation. The, it was the defamation. Exactly. Totally. Um, and so tabloid. Exactly. And so the, so the, so the lawsuit like kind of like the, sealed the deal for him in terms of like not being a part of this franchise anymore and and the thing is is like i'm a little less pissed about it than you guys because i feel like fucking every like warner brothers gave him a chance they stood up for him they let him do this even with all the backlash that happened when he was cast in the second movie um when all this shit was just starting to happen with amber heard and all that stuff and so it's like for me they gave him a chance and like the courts proved that like he may have not necessarily deserved that chance. Um, well, again, I don't know the details of everything, so this is kind of just... He, the, the This lawsuit, though, had nothing to do with him and Amber, except for the fact that it was something... He was suing the tabloid for what they printed about him. Oh, well, see, that's... I think that might be... Hold on. Um, I'm trying to look it up. I'm trying to look it up right now. Yeah, it was the, it it was was the libel the... lawsuit, right? The Sun. I think I think he sued the Sun. Yeah, it's he falling... lost even though they did print falsehoods. Exactly. Yeah. That that's what I'm yeah. saying. That's where it becomes complicated because like we don't exactly like know what happened. You know what I mean? And like it was basically, um, but uh, 
he basically sued the son for defamation after publication referred to him as a quote unquote wife beater. And so if you lose a if you lose a suit like that, like that's it's not a good look for him, it's not a good look for Warner Brothers and it's not a good look for the franchise. Like whether it's true or not, that's a PR nightmare. You know what I mean? And I think Johnny Depp has kind of been a PR nightmare anyways for the last few years. So it's like from like I don't know if you guys read that Rolling Stone article, but like dude, the dude is 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 wild. You know what I mean? Like him and Amber Heard are both fucking crazy. But point being is that I think it's a little bit more complicated and I'm also, like I said, not opposed to seeing someone else play that role because I didn't think he was that good in it. So for me, I have a little bit less of a like knee-jerk knee reaction to it. I just don't think you can call him a liability and then fucking keep J.K. Rowling and continue the franchise. Agreed. Yeah, and that's where that's where it becomes like, How can okay, you fire him and not just scrap the whole franchise? Well, because they've put millions and millions and millions of dollars and probably billions of dollars at this point into the franchise, whereas... 15 million to pay Johnny off and like bring someone else new in. That's not a bad deal for Warner Brothers, you know, because at the end of the day, like, yes, people are kind of trying to cancel JK Rowling, but I think more people are trying to cancel Johnny Depp and that's a problem for them. No, you know, um, I dig, I dig disagree on that. But well, that's no, I'm, I, yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm not saying that's my view. I think that's where the studio is coming from. You know what I mean? Like this is more of a devil's advocate argument than anything else. So again, I don't know. It's complicated. Personally, I like I, they've floated Mads Mikkelsen as a replacement. I think that would be amazing. I like you mentioned, Lauren. It would be nice to see Colin Farrell even come back. Like either of those options would be good. So my question to you guys, though, is who would you like to? Who would you prefer to see? Who would you like to see take on this role at this point? I haven't seen any of the movies. I don't care. <laughs> Grindelwald is the Voldemort of of these movies. I'm sure you knew that. I mean. But. The end of the first one, it's like it, it's revealed that Colin Farrell is Johnny Depp or some shit, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Just yeah, bring Colin so, Farrell back. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, Seems Yeah, easy. I mean, you'd have to work on that, um, the logic behind that, mm -hmm. um, since yeah. he was using Polyjuice. Yep. But I'm sure there would be a very simple explanation for him going back into hiding with that character. Although... Now everyone knows that he was in that disguise, so I suppose it would make more sense to hire someone else. Exactly. Um, I guess Mads is okay. I would really want them to change up his look, though, and really be like he's going back into hiding or something. Mm -hmm. um, I don't want them to put him in the same Grindelwald makeup that Johnny was in. Yeah. And just try to pass it yeah. off like... No. No, He's just identical. just create a new look, you know, and and say somehow that the, the, like again with the polyjuice, you know, um, yeah. whatever it may be, like there's got to be some sort of explanation that they can give that would make it make sense. And yeah, I mean, just do something different, give them a different look, give them a different feel, like that, yeah. you know, that would be actually really refreshing to me in the third one. But again, I I don't think that second movie was like good at all. I thought it was one of the worst uh, yeah. scripts I had ever seen in a movie. Um, which is surprising because it's J.K. Rowling, but clearly she's not a screenwriter. She's a novelist, as we know. Yeah. Like, that movie proved, proved <laughs> that. So, again, yeah. you know, there, I think this movie has a lot more problems than, like, Johnny Depp, um, you know, whether or not he's in the movie. So Were you yeah. at the Comic-Con that he came out as Grindelwald for the panel? I don't think I was. The whole H panel? No, I don't think I was. Joel, you look very confused. Nah, I don't no. remember that uh, at all. It was... It was Maybe I was asleep. You probably were. It was the Warner Brothers panel. Yeah. 
Um, and it was the same one where Amber was there for Aquaman. Oh yeah, and they had them like they had the yeah 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 (laughs) yeah. But but he came in and and as like did that that Grindelwald monologue that we then see in the film Mm -hmm. in Hall H and like it was rad. I thought it was really cool. I was stoked for him as Grindelwald. Um, I just I the movie was just so bad that I don't think no matter what he did with the character, I don't think it would have been good. Yeah. Either way. That's fair. So. Anyway. Yep. What's next? Uh, let's okay, cancel, yeah. So let's moving, cancel Amber Heard and move on. Moving yeah, on. Great. Uh, John, or sorry, no, we already talked about that. Uh, we <laughs> learned more about the casting for the Mad Max prequel, um, which is mm-hmm. basically the follow up to uh, Fury Road. Um, we've, uh, uh, I would say, like mid. I don't know if we covered it on the podcast, but sometime midsummer, we learned that uh, Anya Taylor Joy is actually was in talks and was discussing the project with George Miller, um, and she's basically going to re- reprise, uh, well, not reprise, but she's going to play a younger version of Furiosa, who is the character played by Charlize in the, um, in the most recent movie. Um, yeah, the next film was supposed to be a Furiosa film, and everybody kind of uh, assumed that it was going to be Charlize Theron. Yes. <laughs> coming back yeah and then the studio was like ha, it's not yeah uh and it's anya taylor joy instead yep. or magic as i like to call her from the yes. new- yep yeah and dude and- i just realized we still never actually talked about the fact that we saw that movie I on know. this podcast yeah. i think we did no we said we saw it and that was all that we said about <laughs> it oh i mean that's all there is to say about it yeah well i'll probably we end it. up i'll probably end up checking the, the movie out when it comes on on blu-ray and maybe we can have like a little discussion on it all right Great. fine it'll be interesting <laughs> um yeah so we yeah. so we learned that i mean i actually kind of feel bad for Charlize in this in this oh, sense 100%. because it's like yeah she probably expected to come back too and then it's like you sort of throw the twist you know the twist and turn at her and it's like well We'll see, but uh, but beyond that, we learned that um, Chris Hemsworth and Yaya Abdul-Mateen II, speaking of Aquaman, um, will be <laughs> joining the cast as well. So it's going to be really interesting to see freaking cast. Chris Hemsworth yeah. um, in a Mad Max movie. But yeah. like, how are they going to fucking make him not so pretty? You know, like how how is that possible? <laughs> yeah, like, I wonder what he'll. Like where he'll fit in the world. I would love it you if know? they made Hemsworth a war boy. Like I think that that's I th- what I'm saying. Yeah, I think that like, would be amazing. That'd be rad. Yeah, that'd be cool. It'd be rad. What are the odds that it's like a like a flashback, flash forward thing? So we'll get Charlie's and Anya. Taylor. That's what I was gonna say. I'd be down. I'd be down because it's kind of fucked up to be like, hey, you're Furiosa, but not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I think that would be cool, and it would not surprise me in the least if they did that. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm hoping so because I did enjoy her in Fury Road. You know what, though, actually, if it is a prequel, I can't remember his name, but like the bad guy in that movie with like the oh, milk factory, in, whatever. In Morton Joe. Yeah. What if Hemsworth is young him? Ooh. Yo, that'd be weird. Yeah, I'd be way down for that. <laughs> Yeah, it, I guess it, de- yeah. it depends. Like, how much of a prequel is this? Are we jumping like twenty years into the past, or are we like, is it like the lead up to Fury Road? You know, that's that's a big question. I mean, it's got to be. It's, it's got to be, be a while somewhat, back. Yeah, it's got to be somewhat believable for for Anya Taylor Joy to yeah. turn into yeah, yeah. Exactly. Charlie's Theron. Yep. Yeah. Hey, you never know. 
Um, yeah, so I mean, this is obviously really exciting. I mean, based on the production of, of Fury Road, like we shouldn't expect to see this movie for at least two to three years. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like this, this is this is you know a, a big production that they're putting on. Um, so yeah, we'll see. I mean, we'll keep you updated on on everything. Does this movie even have a name yet? I don't think so. I think it's just the Mad Max Fury Road prequel at this point. So, yeah. Um, so I yeah, we'll, we'll keep you up on it, updated on that. But I guess at this point we should move to the main topic, um, which is, believe it or not, Snyder Cut. I Joel's favorite love, topic. I love shitting on this movie. <laughs> I um, literally was doing this. Last night, actually. Look, I really? found I found the dead yes. horse. Let's beat it. Yeah, <laughs> I found it. It's right there. Yeah, it's been it's been frozen in the ice for the last three months. Let's unthaw it and beat it some more, and then refreeze it's it until the Snyder cut. Um, the thing look, that we... will never die. No, oh God, I, I I fucking wish it would though. Right. Um, look, we've reported a couple times that uh, Zack Snyder's like shooting more footage. They're adding new characters. Uh, I, I don't know if we talked about this on the podcast. I think it was pretty recent, but Jared Leto's The Joker is going to be in the Snyder Cut. <sighs> and How? Apparently, I don't with know. a different look. Yeah, I don't apparently. Know if you saw that. What do you so, mean a different look? look? Like, uh, they've not... said he's going to look different in this movie. Oh, then. oh well, I'm he's curious. not. He's not the pimp. I'm not. I'm. I'm in. not upset about that. Let's put it that way. Look, no, it what... just means that it's more new footage. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. The news that we got was that. All of this new footage and money that they're spending is only going to amount to about four minutes of new footage to mm-hmm. be in this movie. But we've also learned that there's a whole new arc for Dark Seed, Dark Side in this movie. Yeah. They're adding Joker. They're adding Martian Manhunter. Um, how are you going to do all of these things in four minutes? Yeah. Either it's poor reporting, and this is wrong. Or they're just going to jam it in like Spider-Man 3, you know, and just fucking... There's no way that's going to be good. Am I wrong? Maybe it's a dream sequence. <sighs> oh, God. Yeah, Jack Snyder I mean, does love dream sequences. He could. <laughs> or it's a like... Slow motion dream se- Oh, guys, I figured it out. It's actually four minutes, but in slow-mo. Yeah. So it accounts for like well, 40, 40 minutes. I think, yeah. I think exactly. that uh, uh, like a legit like like uh, reasoning for, for how they could pull this off would be the Speed Force. Because they've already set it up in um, in uh, Batman versus Superman. They're, we're going to see some some more of the Flash here. Like... I could see, you know, spat, Flash going through the Speed Force and maybe coming out like where, you know, the Joker's a little bit different or what. Like you could, you could play with that in a way that would make sense um, right. in terms of the logic. Do I think that's a good decision? Probably fucking not. But who knows at this point? Crazy, crazy things are happening with this movie. Um, yeah, All I of mean, these like Snyder cut trailers though, showing like Dark Side being like, you know. I feel like they were trying to set up for like Steppenwolf to not really be the main bad guy anymore, and that Dark Side was actually like the mastermind behind yeah. it all. Well, yeah. How are you gonna have a mastermind revealing plot in four minutes? Yeah, yeah, agreed. You know? Less than four minutes because you have to introduce the other fucking new characters. Yeah, yeah, and I, I mean, honestly, like this really just goes back to that same idea that we we're talking about. Like, how is this any? different other than like some window dressing maybe how is this any different from like the movie that we got or the movie yeah. that was shown to like again the movie you guys really need to watch justice league because i I'm, I saw it in theaters well i'm sorry i mean joel but like 
point no. being is is so that you know like you can kind of you can make the judgment as to what like is actually different and what is just like Snyder basically just filleting wait, himself. Wait, incoming breaking news. Um <laughs> 2 years into the future, Joel has still not seen the Justice League, <laughs> but he is informing me that the Snyder cut sucks balls that's 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 what i've just learned from joel reeves joel. requests yeah. <laughs> um yeah no and so you know it just for me it just goes back to that idea of like what is actually different about this movie you know what i mean like this is basically the same movie that we've gotten the same well not the same movie but the same story that we got originally maybe with like a few extra plot lines like b, b and c storylines and like some cameos like that's and like you said joel 70 million dollars got us that you know what I mean? Like, imagine it's how insane. many other fucking filmmakers could have used that money to make their $5 million dream project or whatever instead of giving it to some fucking guy like and Snyder. To make good movies. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Zack Snyder literally teabagged Warner Brothers. Like, this yeah. is him, like, just, like, taking a shit mm-hmm. on their desk. Yeah. A $70 million shit. Yeah. And and they're like, they're like, yeah, give us more, baby. Shit some more. <laughs> You know, like that's really the Some way it PA feels. PA comes in and spray paints it gold, and they're like, "It's God, we <laughs> fucking love it." <laughs> that would be amazing. Um, yeah, man, I just you know, I just don't understand. I mean, they they brought back Joe Mangan- uh, Manganiello or Manganiello, however you say that, for uh, to reprise as Deathstroke, um, which I actually think is like a pretty solid casting. They just you know never got to do anything with him. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I'm inclined is, to just I'm inclined to just believe that the report is wrong. Like there's no way there's only 4 minutes of new yeah. footage. I just there's yeah. no I find that I find that imp- impossible. Well, so what what I think what you're mistaking is like this is new new footage, right? Like they have the footage that they originally shot that they're restoring to the right. Snyder cut and then but this is like additional with the Joker. Uh, no, they didn't. And, you know, like, they all, they obviously, in Batman versus Superman, they set up that, like, Joker was a part of Batman's world, and even in Suicide, we saw saw that. So it's like, that baseline is there, but again, like, just trying to throw it in there, like, I mean, I'm reading the Collider article right now, and it's actually pretty funny. Um, let me, let me find a little bit here. Um, yeah, it's, uh, so they're like, you know, this is a minuscule, like, addition, like, it, that's maybe enough time for one or two actually substantive scenes beefing up the story. And then they're like with Jared Leto's Joker driving by in the background, waving and shouting, it's me, the Joker out of this window. <laughs> like that's really what it feels like though. Right. I think that's a Vinny joke. It has to be. A, oh, it's Tom. Okay. Yeah. But still like, um, that's, I mean, that sums it up nicely where it's like, how much can you actually do other than like, again, just fan service and window dressing with four or five minutes of footage. Pile of yeah. shit in one hand, mm-hmm. cold can of spray paint in the other. <laughs> this is what I'm. I, I I I fully I fully believe this. It's like when I was asking how Colin Trevorrow got the Star Wars job originally. Mm-hmm. I said I said some really stoned assistants saw Jurassic World and told their bosses that it was really good, <laughs> so they hired him. It's like Warner Brothers is being told by other people, like, "Ah, oh, this is no, we were there. It, it's 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 killer." But yeah. they've never seen anything themselves, and they're just like signing the checks, like, "Ah, people told me this was gonna work." Yeah, Jesus, it's dude, like yeah. you're being fooled. Mm-hmm. 
there is i don't know if you guys have seen also there's a ton of restructuring happening at warner brothers right now too Mm -hmm. yeah and it's all pretty much the fallout from like the year that justice league came out which is kind of hilarious Mm -hmm. like there's still Mm -hmm. they're still trying to rebound from the dceu the the mess that snyder created with the dceu and Mm -hmm. um and yet they're placating him even further so it's like i don't even know what to uh can you imagine the can you imagine the end of this saga being like them pulling the plug on the Snyder cut? That'd be amazing. Uh, I will like throw a, a party if that happens. Yeah. One can only hope. Like it's, it's so, you know, how in Deadpool, like, like Ryan, you know, he goes back and like when he's reading the green lantern script and like murders yeah. him and all, I wish they would do that. Like, but with justice league, <laughs> um, I was literally talking to my friends last night since actually we've talked about both of these things on this podcast already. Mm-hmm. And I was saying I would rather see the butthole cat cut of cats than the Snyder cut. I mean, at least you would get more entertainment that's a, value that's out of it. That's a tough one. That's honestly for me that's a I stand that's a tough by it. Mm-hmm. I've not seen cats. I have no plans on seeing cats. Yeah. I'd rather we watch the butthole cut of cats. They get the butthole cut of the witches. <laughs> uh, the mouse maybe I'm in. the mice butthole cut. <laughs> yeah. Or at where how about that, how about the mouths of the witches are just all buttholes, and then that would be appropriate. Oh, yeah. I, can just I mean, watch they're Preacher. pretty bad already. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, what do you call it? Oh, yeah. So something else too that that, that I wanted to touch on was that originally uh, Henry Cavill, and they were saying like the whole cast was going to come back. Henry Cavill was going to come back, but apparently, according to Collider, uh, he's not shooting anything new for the Snyder Cut. So. It only adds to to further confusion about what the fuck is actually happening with this movie. But, yeah. but apparently, a bunch of the other Justice League members are though. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So it's like, it's like, what the fuck? Yeah. Um, I, 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 like I said, I'm just inclined to believe that the reporting is wrong. I think we'll find out more the closer it gets to releasing. Mm-hmm. I'll have to, I'll, I'll have to read about it because you know I'm not going to watch it. Yeah. Um, I am morbidly curious about how the Joker's going to fit in though. So maybe I'll watch that portion mm-hmm. just to well, see. Yeah, what the dude, fuck if, if it's a, it. if it's a four episode miniseries, you just watched a little, <laughs> you know, episode that, uh, that you want to yeah. watch. Yeah. So. yeah. Yeah. All right. I'm going to put these bones back in the ground yeah. and we'll dig them up again. The next time we want to beat this horse. Yep. Sounds uh, good to me. Mm-hmm. I feel like, you know, at this point we've covered like every fucking minuscule aspect of the Snyder cut and we all hate it. And yet we're still covering it. I, I'm, <laughs> Who knows why, but at some point... Because you know, it's a dumpster fire. Yeah, right? That's love, why. I love to hate on things. We can't, yeah. we can't look away from yep. the car crash. Yep, yep, yep. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, All right, well, thank you, everybody, for listening to this episode of Pop 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 Culture Podcast. Thank you for listening to us talk shit about Zack Snyder, as I love doing, and I'm sure you love <laughs> listening to it. Um, Taylor, where can everybody find you on the internet? You can find me celebrating Joe Biden's uh, presidential victory on Twitter. <laughs> hell yeah what about you lauren i am at underscore miss pixie underscore on the instagrams from across the pond mm, beautiful beautiful and you know me i'm the alien nerd joel reeves you can find me on the internet at i'm the alien nerd basically everywhere uh instagram twitter youtube follow my new website called i hate the snyder um, <laughs> i haven't started it yet but i will should- so Someday we, we should just start a podcast like that that just like is dedicated to hating on the Snyder Cut. That would be awesome. Or make the um, website make the website for our podcast. That. Yeah, add it to the plethora of podcasts we have on exactly. the docket. 
Yep. So Goodbye. many, so many down the pipeline. Um, <laughs> I do, I do have a YouTube video talking about the Snyder Cut. If you go, if you want to go check that out and give it another down vote because it's got quite a few. Um, <laughs> I pissed off a lot of fanboys that day. Uh, still doing Firefly reactions uh, every Friday on Fan Theory TV on YouTube. If you want to go check that out as well, uh, I think I've promoted everything that I've been doing lately. So FNA Cotton nerds. Bye. Peace.